privilege is all around you. It shows up in your clothes, where you live, the places you frequent, your network capital, and even how you spend your money. It's useless until you recognize it. So it's time to stop feeling guilty and figure out how to use your privilege to make an impact. Welcome to Guilty Privilege. Welcome back for another episode of Guilty Privilege. My name is Amber Cabral, and today I've had the privilege of talking to Tico Najam Wilson, who is an emotional intelligence practitioner, my personal soul friend. And we have an engaging, inspiring, exciting conversation <laughs> for you today. You are going to learn all kinds of amazing things about the power of emotional intelligence, how it can create equity in your life, and most importantly, how you can grow with your own power from it. Come ahead and jump into this conversation. So friend. Hi, so friend. I am so <laughs> happy you are here. So am I. It's, of course. This is about to be so good. I'm like bursting at the seams about it. That's so good. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you do emotional intelligence for a living. Yes. Of course, that's one of those things that people are like, what? Right. What does that mean? What is emotional intelligence? The easy digestible bite-sized definition mm -hmm. that I've come up with is that it is you being able to manage, first recognize and manage what you're feeling mm -hmm. in real time. And then I say there's an and or mm -hmm. two ands. Mm -hmm. And what you acknowledge or see in the other person in mm -hmm. the exchange and choosing the behavior to suit the circumstance. Mm. So you need all three. You need to know what you're feeling in real time. Mm -hmm. And then you need to really recognize what could this person be experiencing in real time? Mm -hmm. And then what behavior do I choose to suit the circumstance? Okay. Leave either one of those off, you've... You're train, not being intelligent. You're not being intelligent. The okay. train is now <laughs> derailing. Okay. So how do you know if you are emotionally intelligent? I think most people think that they are... When they are talking to people, of course, I think they think that they are yep. doing all three of the things that you yes. said. They are aware of where they are. Mm -hmm. They are considering what the other person may be feeling, and then they are choosing to respond or, or you know, re react to whatever they're observing. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, how do you know if you really are doing it well? You said a key word, reaction, right? Mm -hmm. And so, oftentimes, we're we're engaging to respond, to react, That's to right. to give something without receiving something. Mm -hmm. So. I think the easiest way to see if you're doing it is to pay attention to where is this going? So what, if you know the behavior, then you should also know the outcome you want, right? And so if you're looking for a particular outcome and it's not happening, start with yourself. Say, wait, am I reading this wrong? Am I giving the wrong energy? Mm. Now, sometimes it's not, we're in a situation where you could always do that. Right. But you can always pause. Right. You can always say, let me stop for a second. Right. Does this feel good to me mm -hmm. your body's going to tell you yeah the thing about emotions is that it's physical it is. and so your body your heartbeat's going to beat faster mm -hmm. right you start sweating that's right you start, <laughs> that's you, start, it. you start tripping over your words that's it um and that's good or bad emotions i hate good or bad but good or bad emotions right love will make you feel the same way that anger Absolutely. can sometimes your heart will beat fast you're like oh you know right. and so just checking in what what is really happening mm -hmm. to me in real time. What kind of privileges do you feel like being emotionally intelligent can grant you? Like, why is it valuable? I think it's valuable because it is the emotions. It's the one thing that all of us share. And so there's a connectivity there. Mm -hmm. Right. And so usually success. Um, and when I say success, I'm talking about even in a conversation. Yeah. It 
passes or fails, if you will, based on understanding. Mm. And so if, if the ball is dropped, because now we have a misunderstanding, miscommunication, right. I don't get what you're saying, right. I'm offended, um, you're offending me, I'm offending you, I'm intending to piss you right. off, right? I'm trying um, to get what I'm trying to, yeah. yeah. Whatever that breakdown is, mm-hmm. it's usually behind an emotion behind it. And so I believe that if we all accept that that's the one common thread, mm-hmm. so fear is fear. It is. Um, joy is joy. Mm-hmm. What causes you joy is may different. be different. Right. Right. But those emotions are, and so it's that connectivity to me that would, uh, that gives us the space to be really successful in mm. anything. It's like, that's the thing that can make it where this, the privilege part, so to speak. Like I have the privilege of making this go right. Yeah. That's, so it's, it's a connection thing. It's a connection thing. It's a it connection really, thing. it's it, because if we really think about the connection part, that's loaded. It is. You know, it's it's very loaded. There's a connection that I need to have with the person who's fixing my drink in Correct. the drive through <laughs> if I want my drink right. Absolutely. Right? And, and if they get it wrong, we would sometimes lean to the disappointment. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Here's here's if if I said nothing else about an emotional intelligence is this is what I would leave. Emotions aren't actions. Mm-hmm. Emotions are signals that something's happening in me, around me, or to me mm-hmm. that needs an action, yeah. right? So anger is not an action. It is not. I'm disappointed. I'm pissed that you messed up my drink. The behavior I choose, mm-hmm. though, might get, you have you spit in my drink. Right. So I'm not going to respond right. that way. So it's now what behavior do I choose? And then if I really want to be on it, I can also say there's eight cars behind me mm-hmm. and there were four in front of me. Mm-hmm. She probably didn't mean to mess this drink up. Mm-hmm. It's just overwhelmed right right? and so really checking in and that takes milliseconds like oh wait it's crowded they didn't mean to do that hey my drink isn't correct yes is there can we fix it grace it's finding the grace it's it so emotional intelligence is when you say finding the right reaction it is literally taking a moment to evaluate and assess the all of the emotions that could potentially be involved that could be involved and Mm -hmm. usually that top emotion is not the one yeah so beneath there you have to think now this is long term so these are for situations where it's like you want to respond to an email Mm -hmm. from a team member or from a manager or from a client right i you know the work i do with corporate right right? Right. and and some of them like marketing companies Mm -hmm. right and so they might have a client that sends an email take a beat you don't have to respond in that moment yes and ask yourself this sounds antsy wait are we up against the clock are we already behind right so what's behind that is really nervousness mm-hmm. like we might not get this done on time right mm-hmm. and so now because i can think beneath the emotion that's exposed mm-hmm. then i have an opportunity to say okay i can approach this different because it's probably something under there yeah so you and i met because of a mutual friend and we yes. tell the story a lot yes um brandis daniel shout yes. out to you hey brandis um, <laughs> so i what it prompted me to think about as i was thinking about the conversation with you is like the importance of the role emotional intelligence plays in relationship building because mm. you and i we did not talk long mm-hmm. we knew immediately and not only did we know mm-hmm. brandis knew before introducing before us. introducing mm-hmm. us she called you mm-hmm. and said hey i have someone you need to meet yes and she pulled me aside at mm-hmm. an event mm-hmm. and said listen i'm gonna connect you with my friend you need to know her yes and like to me i don't know until i met you and i determined that that is emotionally intelligent Mm -hmm. i don't know what i would have called that it's almost like we just had a vibe it just had a vibe right absolutely well one thing to note for the record 
Brandis and I have been friends for years. Yeah. You're the first person wow. that she, so it's not like she's like, oh, Tika, meet this person, meet right. this person. There was really something about yeah. you um, that she felt connected to mm. via. That's a big deal. Yeah, but I think what happens in the relationship game is you have to be present Mm-hmm. and intentional. Mm-hmm. Those are two of the biggest words I use in my life. Am yeah. I present in real time? So can I see what's happening, the opportunities that are here? And then can I be intentional? Mm-hmm. But you mentioned emotional intelligence in relationships. I also think a lot of a lot of relationships are left to die yeah. because we convolute the emotions. Like we put mm. too many inside and we, we murk it up. I can um, see that. And so, so it gets hard to talk about what the real thing is. Because emotional intelligence says that I'm present, but I'm also able to connect the presence to what's happened in the past um, in yeah. a healthy way. Yeah. Well, let's talk about adult relationships. Right. Most times we're not connecting mm-hmm. what's happening now and what happened in the past Correct. in a healthy way. Right. We usually take the worst experience yep. and carry And that. hold on to that one. And that's the one that directs how we interact Ooh, in a new one. So, so good. how did I, what was the last exchange with the last grown woman I so thought was going to be my friend? Yes. And so now I'm going to meet you. Hey. Right. You're standoffish. Everybody gets their fair shot with me. Oh, everyone. That's so good. Everyone. There is nothing you've done or could do right. that should be tied to right. what someone else did yes. before you had the opportunity. Exactly. But most of us are paying the price. And that's, but that takes a lot of practice. And, and so, and, I, and to your point about int- intentionality and presence, I had a very good friend. Uh-huh. We are not good friends anymore. Uh-huh. And one of the things I heard most consistently was, this is why you shouldn't do business with friends. And I, if I had internalized that, do you know how many people would not be helping me today? Yes. And so I I think to your point, you have to evaluate like, wait, that last situation, this is what went wrong. Here's what I saw. Here's what I think they saw. Here is how the reactions that we both had shaped it. Instead of saying, okay, you were a friend, you broke me, I'm done. Yeah. And... And I'm going to I'm going to throw this in here. I think we we are ill equipped to determine the levels of intimacy Mm. with every relationship. So not one girlfriend is all things for me. That's right. Every girlfriend provides something different. Mm -hmm. Now, there might be some crossover. Right. Mm -hmm. So I can talk to you about business the same that I talked to Brandis about business. Mm -hmm. But I may not talk to you about my marriage as much. And that doesn't mean we're not the exactly. same clothes or that I wouldn't test a kidney right. for you if you exactly. needed one. Right. It just means that that's not our level of exactly. intimacy. I think we try to dump everybody or everything into one person. Mm-hmm. There is no one person that should be your everything. Yeah. Matter of fact, run. Right. If you're dating, that's whatever, scary. if someone says you're my everything, whoa, that's a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. you know? And so I just think we put too many pressures on people mm-hmm. to show up in so many roles in relationships. So when I met you, I'm open to what, what is this and what could it be? And where does it go? Yeah. And where does it go? And this it is what I've heard pre- about be this a person. Pre-existing bucket and all that. And guess what? It doesn't have to be forever. Yeah. I love that. It doesn't have to be forever. Liberate yourself from forever. You know, when we say that whole, it's for a reason, season, or a lifetime, usually the reason is, we we tend to think it was negative. So it was just a reason, Mm -hmm. and they're gone. That reason could have just been a beautiful connection for what it was. And it's like, oh, we grew apart. Right. Who knows? You might decide to relocate to a whole nother country. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not letting you. No, no, no. I'll be here a while. But we do too much (laughs) of putting... The period where it is, the forever where it is, instead of just being present for what it is right now. Yes, I love that. Hey there. 
If you're listening and finding value in today's episode and want to add a couple tools to your toolbox, I've written a couple books that you might find useful. My first book, Allies and Advocates, is to help you be able to show up as an ally or an advocate and to help create a more inclusive and equitable culture, whether that's in your own life or in the workplace. My second book is a little different. It's called Say More About That. What Say More About That does is help you to push back, advocate, and actually challenge. It gives you tips, tools, and language to help you navigate difficult discussions, whether that's in your personal space or your workspaces. So if either of these tools sound like they might be useful for you, you can scroll down into the show notes and click the link and get your own copy of either Allies and Advocates or Say More About That. Back to today's episode. So you, you cite a statistic yes. on your website that mm-hmm. says that emotional intelligence accounts for 58% of success. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I want to know is how do you see emotional intelligence accounting for the skills that get to success? Like, how does that work? So first, let's, let's, let's make sure we clarify something. So that is actually towards work success. Okay. But I personally practice a different way. I mm-hmm. believe that all success is because I think we put too many emphasis on work success. I agree. I think if, you, if we have tied our identity to accomplishments, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. I'm only as successful as the last thing I did. Right. And dare I say the last thing I did and could post about, which, you know, that's why I don't post because <laughs> I'm like, I dare the you. The last thing you did that you can post about that goes viral. That goes viral, right? And so yeah. if I can't show you who I worked with or whatever, then I'm not that successful, right? right. And so it's truly work driven. Yeah. It's about 80% for just being well and whole. I love that. And so the thing about that statistic is really understanding that, let's look at it as IQ. So oftentimes talent Mm -hmm. is what gets you in the door. Your technical skill, right? What you can do. And dare I say for the bottom line of a company. Mm -hmm. But if you're a jerk, that can get you out the door. It can. Right? I don't care how well you are. So right. you could be an intelligent asshole. Yep. You just can't. Right? Yep. And or you so, can be intelligent and not be able to manage time. And not be able to manage time or mm-hmm. manage people. You know exactly. how many people are managing? I know you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I deal with leaders all the time exactly. who they went not up the ranks managers. because of skill set, but yes. they have no skill set when it comes yes. to humans and exactly. just how they're wired and how to connect to people. So that success rate is based on a workplace, but mm-hmm. it's actually higher just to be able to get along with people, even if it's in the moments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of a restaurant exchange. Man, I love that. So I do wonder, how, how do you build it? How do I get more emotionally intelligent? And I'm asking this not in the sur- like the question is real basic so yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. surface but yeah, like i mean but it's not <laughs> no because mm-hmm. for real this sounds like it is going to impact my work life my relationships yes um you know whatever interaction i am having yeah. when i am out in the world yeah. which is also a thing that i think you know the work i do ties to because you and i have Absolutely. those moments where we're like oh our work bumps yeah, against it each bumps other in, a lot. yeah yeah rubs up against each other but sure. like how do i get it Well, first you got to understand it. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think enough people, like I see so many people, I know you know this, it's kind of like with the diversity and inclusion Mm -hmm. field right now. Everybody read one book, Googled something, read an article, and now they're they're, they're an expert in it. Um, And I take issue with it. I I think you should be able to practice it at any point, but to show up as the expert is a problem. Um, So first understanding and becoming the student of it. And there's so many composites, excuse me, composites of uh, emotional intelligence. Uh, One is Mm self-awareness. So it's self-perception. What do I feel? 
feel about myself. Mm -hmm. Then there's the way that you express yourself. That's another one. So mm -hmm. expression. Mm -hmm. Then the other one is how I interact with people. So it's interpersonal. Mm -hmm. And then there's decision making and stress management. Mm -hmm. Now, the decision making and stress management don't count as much as how do I see myself? Mm -hmm. Because how I see myself is how I'm going to show up. That's right. Right? And then when I show up, how do I express myself? Because I'm no good if I don't give you what I'm really thinking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so I do. if, if I <laughs> yes. say this is what I think about myself, this is how I feel about myself, but then I show up in a room and I shrink mm -hmm. every time I go in a room, mm -hmm. I turn my light off. It doesn't matter what I think. That's right. So you have to make sure you say, okay, this is what I think of myself. This is how I'm going to show up mm -hmm. and express myself. And this mm. is how I will always interact with another human. Mm. My rule is I'm never going to leave someone broken. Ever. Ever. I'm going to always that. leave you whole. Yeah, I'm going to leave you whole. Mm -hmm. I also love this because when I think about inequity, mm -hmm. when I think about um, marginalized communities, Absolutely. when I think about lack of access, this is empowering. Like I can work on independently Everything you just said. Everything. And in those composites, there's all these. The, so those are like the core composites. Yeah. But then there's the sub ones of empathy, right. understanding, optimism. Those are things you can work on. Yes. Am I am I negative, Nancy? Do I always see the bad yes. things in people? Do I allow people to speak? Do I try to understand? Empathy is a big one, right? And it's, it's huge. It's, it's getting so diluted yeah. because now people are like, well, what about, I don't want to be too nice. Empathy is not about being Be nice. nice. I always say that empathy is about mm -hmm. us gaining an understanding, which means I don't have to agree with you. Right. I just need to understand. That's you. right. So I'm not looking for agreement. I'm looking mm -hmm. for understanding. If mm -hmm. I understand what drives you and your intention, yep. we could disagree all day. That's right. As long as we have an understanding, I think that's where respect comes from. So to answer your question, yes, you could build those skills because they're skill sets. Mm -hmm. And so you can say, these are the things I do well. Mm -hmm. These are the things I notice is a common thread or are common with my interactions with people. These are the things I need to hone in and practice. Yeah, I love that. So on that note, um, first of all, let me just say your Instagram is a whole mood. I know you feel like you don't post, but <laughs> you post. You know, and when you post, I am like, oh my gosh, yes, this is it. <laughs> it feels literally like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I was trying to say. She's like you have it. Words. This is every single time I'm like, listen, soul friend did it again. Y'all need to Why read this. Think okay. About you? Like you just write like. So, okay. Then we might be that for each other. Okay. But I promise your posts are, they, it's phenomenal. Thank you. So recently you posted something and I, I had so mm. many thoughts about it and I felt I don't want to poison your response with my okay. feelings. But what you said was, I don't need to grow forever. Mm -hmm. Can you please, can you elaborate on that? Please? Especially with the mindset of emotional intelligence and needing to connect and know all of those things. Mm -hmm. Can you please elaborate on what you meant by I don't need to oh, grow forever? absolutely. So first off, I will be as clear as I can. I might have said it, it was, I don't want to grow forever, but the truth is I refuse to grow forever. That's it. Right? I refuse to feel like I'm searching for a best self mm. for the rest of my life. Thank you. I refuse to think that there is this thing because best to me also means that I have to always show up in a way that's perfect mm -hmm. because what is best, mm -hmm. right? I'd rather find my truest self mm -hmm. and I'm almost there. I said by 55, I'm done with this growth thing. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode of Guilty Privilege. My name is Amber Cabral and I wanted to share with you that I actually do this for a living. So if you're interested in coaching or training or workshops or even a conversation like this one, you can reach out to me and my team by going to cabralco.com. That website link is in the show notes and we can work with you to create an experience to bring conversations that are sometimes difficult to have to your workplace or to your team. Now back to the show.
Yeah. I mean, I'm in an industry that you gave it a number. Yeah, it's, at 55 is my retirement from okay. growth. Anything else is it ever like? It's going to be an experience right. for me. Like I want to experience. So imagine everything has a a, a stop yeah. point for growth. You hit a point. Imagine a tree. Let's use a tree, and I yeah. use that in that post. A tree is going to stop growing at a particular height. That's true. However, the trunk of the tree may expand. That's right. You may never see it in this lifetime. Yeah. It expands so slowly yeah. that what it looks like, the trunk looks like in 20 years, mm-hmm. you won't see it. Right. So at some point, my growth belongs to my kids and their kids mm-hmm. and whoever your legacy is. For me, I want to see them. The other thing is because I'm a mom, but mm-hmm. I would feel this way with friends, my husband. I don't want them to say, and she died still searching for herself. I know that's That right. makes no sense no. to me. And so someone said to me in that in the post, well, if you're not growing, I shouldn't say it that way because I couldn't hear her voice. Of course, she typed it. But I just want to imagine. <laughs> she was like, well, if you're not growing, you're declining. I was like, or being. Or being. Like, can I just become? I feel and like here's we the, just need permission we just need, for that. And here's what I'm saying. So the thing about emotional intelligence, like I said, it's a self-awareness. Yeah. Right. Keep in mind, if I'm aware, I'm not aware of just what I'm good at. Correct. I'm aware of what I'm not good exactly. at as well. So self-awareness says I'm good at some things. I'm not good at these things. And I don't want to be. Exactly. I'm not trying I to. I can divorce myself from that. I'm not trying to execute everything Ooh, well. I'll tell you in a minute. Same. I'm so sorry. I do this all the time. Like mm-hmm. I have no problem owning the crappy parts of myself. Right. And so at some point, my, my retirement age for growth is 55. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I'm just thinking at 55, I want to have it. <laughs> like, this is it. Yeah, I just want to be able to it. walk in and say, accept me. But I did my best work yeah, on myself. Yeah, you're like, I'll get depth, but this is it for growing. This is it. This yeah. is, yeah, I don't want. I love I that. It's the books, you know what I mean? This yes. is a $60 billion industry of self-help and personal yes. development. And I'm in it and yes. I like being in it. But the last thing I'll say is how many ways can you do something right? I know. So if you tell me today, like parents, they got it bad mm-hmm. right now because there's, Conscious parenting, gentle mm-hmm, parenting, mm-hmm. you know, in so many ways. Once I find a way that works, why do I need a new one? Right. That's so true. So how many ways do I need to get it right? Right. And so for me, it's, again, self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. It's my perception of myself. It must be good enough because I'm surrounded by some amazing people right. who love me. Right. And so that's where I'm stopping. So 55. I loved that so much because just full transparency. Yes. I... I'm tired of growing. I, I, I like change. And that's why you're I like, my self-friend. Listen, I like change. I like being good. Mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. I do my best that if I've put my hands on it, I'm going to do the best I can. Yeah. I do like that. Mm-hmm. But like the idea that like, I have to have a new iteration all the time. All the time. Now I am just by nature, very capricious. So I'm going yes. to change. Yes. Uh-huh. But like the idea that I need to like have a new brand and be a new, it, it's, too much it's too much it's too much it's too much and so like releasing that because you're right it the world right now especially the pace of the world Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. can make you feel like i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do next what's my next thing how am i gonna show up we lie to ourselves because we always say we want in in this the same person who will tell you you are enough that's right will be the same person that tells you Mm -hmm. hey here's a master class on how to get better that's it Am I enough or do I need to get Am better? Am I ever better? So <laughs> Do I ever get too better? My enough point is 55. I'm here for it's it. It's enough. And if it's not enough for you, I don't know what to okay. tell you. But <laughs> you're like, hey, I'm here. It's always, I'm too much for some, not enough for Listen. others. You have to find when you're just right. Ooh, is. I, I just think, that. I just think there's, like I said, my children will not be able to describe me as always searching. Mm-hmm. 
think about that tree really quick. It just hit me. At what point do people get to eat your fruit? Right. I feel at full growth, right. I need to be able to give you my fruit. Absolutely. I'm and not always out here trying to figure out. Yes. And the richness in my that tree. is this. I think we don't realize, and I used to teach mentorship. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, and we've talked mm-hmm. about this. Yes. But, you know, it's, there's a point where you're the mentor. Like, you can't always be the one looking for a mentor. Like, when you are cannot, you going to be the one being the mentor? Okay, you have I to do it. I know this is your podcast, but can I ask you something really quick? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you think of that saying, if you're the smartest person in your circle, then mm-hmm. it's time to change your circle? Listen, if I'm the smartest person in my circle, that means you should draw from the well. I mean, like, I, I don't have to. You're lucky I, I have to say situated. You can, sw- you can I say might whatever just, word you no, would I, like. No, I, might, I would have ran across <laughs> this whole studio because that's my thing. How come I can't have several yes, circles? You can I have just, multiple circles. So, like, when you said being the mentor. And I want to be the smartest person in, in some, some rooms. rooms. In some yes. rooms, I want people to eat from my fruit. Like, I, I believe my gifting is this particular wisdom, yes. right? And so I want to be able to give. By the way, when people mm-hmm. say, oh, everybody has a gift, you do know the gift was for you to give away. That is right. It. And so if my gift is wisdom, it, it falls into those little funny green squares mm-hmm. that's on Instagram right. that were by accident. Right. I did one green square and a green and square. Everybody loved just, it. And, and I now just you're like, doing, this is easy. I wake up in the morning like, oh, green square time. You All know? right, and here so, we go. <laughs> but I, I just think that we have mm. to be willing to let people come to our well, drink from my well. I totally agree with that. And I think it's liberating. It's I'm a liberating. big fan. It's okay, liberating. I want to ask you this too. You, yes. being emotionally intelligent, people are going to be drawn to you. How do you manage that? Because, I mean, as you shared, you know, you're selective. You're selective about Very. friendships. You're Very. selective about how those friendships are. Mm-hmm. How do you manage the magnetism mm-hmm. alongside of, I get to curate my experience? Oh, yeah. It's it's that intentionality and presence, mm-hmm. again, because in any room I'm in, I want everyone to feel special. Right. Um, because I'm drawn to people, too. So mm-hmm. while I'm a magnet, I'm also drawn to people. And so I like to give people energy, but it might stop at that room. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm very honest about it. I will tell you, hey, that's not quite what I was looking for. Mm So you'll end up with people who will start asking personal questions, Mm -hmm. especially on social media. If you have any kind of presence, people believe they know you, Mm -hmm. right? And so if I'm out and you ask me about my my children, I barely post my children. Exactly. Very rarely. (laughs) You know, I I keep my personal life to me. I don't owe it to the world. That's my personal um, idea. But I... I keep my boundaries. I'm really careful with that word boundaries, Mm -hmm. but I just know what my intentions are for every situation. Mm -hmm. And it might change in the moment. Like if I come into a room, so I came into a room of production, right? Mm -hmm. My intention is to have a great conversation with you, but who knows? You meet somebody like, oh, we have something in common. Right. Then that intention might change. Right. But that means I have to be present to see what's going to happen. So I just guard, I guard my heart. I really do. I guard my heart and I'm like, okay, I'm here for this. This could be this. Yeah. And I don't I don't look at big picture on most things. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Right don't. now in the moment. How yeah. is this? That big picture stuff would get you in trouble. It definitely you start imagining will. things, but here's the other the picture's changing as you're building it. And so. every connection requires both people. Absolutely. Back to the emotional intelligence, right. right? So it requires both people. Well, if I have all these imaginations, the other person Right, right, right. Disappointment right. is bound to happen. Exactly. And so I'm just intentional and present. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, and then I also reserve the right to say no. I'm a fan of that. And change my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm always change my mind. 
I, I, I decided that yesterday. I decided this today. Yeah, <laughs> this and is I've how it's changed going. my mind. And Absolutely. so if I decide to show up, then I'm going to show up whole. If I can't right. show up whole, I'm not going to. Yeah, and I'm going to let you know that. And I'll let you know I yeah. won't be there. Absolutely. And that's that. I love that. Okay, last question. Yes. I hate that we're wrapping this up. I know. <laughs> I feel like it's way too fast. with you. But... <laughs> My final question. Mm -hmm. So the, the podcast is called Guilty Privilege. Yes. And the intention behind the name is that privilege is something that often people have and feel guilty about or they're not aware that they have privilege. There's all these emotions around it when ultimately what privilege does is it gives you the opportunity to impact someone else. Yes. To your point. Wisdom that. to share. I okay? love that. And so what I would love to know from you is what privilege do you have that you refuse to feel guilty about? <sighs> Time. Yes. I've worked really hard mm -hmm. to reserve my time. Mm -hmm. um, I've never been the one, if the lights aren't on, you're not working. Mm -hmm. But I participate in and hustle a tiny bit. Yeah. I now reserve my time. Yeah. I, if there's anything I brag about, is the amount of hours I work. Mm -hmm. You already know. Oh, yeah. I, we talk about it all the time. I'm and I'm working like, how about do I get there? Three days a week. <laughs> yes. Nine to 2.30. Yes. And that's it. Mm -hmm. But I've worked really hard. Now, putting you on full blast, part of that was <laughs> not being afraid to charge right. a particular number right. when I went into this space. Can you believe it's been five years? Oh my when gosh. I went into this space and, and when I knew I only wanted to work with corporate and training mm -hmm. and talking to you and us being really transparent with numbers, yeah. it was like, you know your worth, you know the impact, I know how long my worth stays, yeah. you know? And so... I don't have a shelf life right. with some of the things I teach. Absolutely. I know. And so learning to charge that, yep. time is the thing I don't apologize for. I, I can that. get on a plane and then second right behind time would be my support system. Yes. I do have a husband who works a very powerful job, except he's home with the kids. Yeah. He's working from home today because I my son that. has uh, an award ceremony. Oh. But they're going to give the same awards at his graduation. Mm. And because it's you, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, now there's probably only three of you that, that you would do that for. You yeah. know? Is and it, when it comes listen, to work, I would We talked about the circles. We talked about it. And so, but yeah, time <laughs> is the privilege I have. Yeah. And I work so hard to be able to just breathe and play yes. with my woods and my saws. Yes. Because, you know, I think I'm about better the builder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I worked really hard for time. And so that's the privilege I have. And I will preserve it and protect it at all costs. Thank you so much for Wait, joining me. Wait, I want to know yours. Oh, Sorry, I want to know listen. yours. What's your privilege? I'm so I glad know you your asked. Privilege. Do you know that no one else has asked me? You're kidding me. Mm -mm. I want to know what your privilege is. The privilege that I have that I refuse to feel guilty about is that I'm charming. I'm you, charming. I'm charismatic. Uh, yeah, it's very easy for me to kind of get into a space and navigate a relationship. And that's the thing I felt like was mm. sneaky or manipulative, maybe. Because someone made you feel mm -hmm, that somewhere. Mm -hmm, yep. That, oh, she's just mm -hmm. going to get over. Oh, yeah. She gets over. Uh, oh, it's because she's pretty or whatever. All the things. And I'm like, no, no. You but that's the thing know. I don't feel guilty about. Yeah. You're an exhorter. You 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 really build people up. I try so my best to do that. That's what it looks like, charm. Mm -hmm. And charm is good. Mm -hmm. But you are safe. I am safe. You're safe. I am safe. safe I'm not space. abusing you. So, there yeah, you absolutely. There you go. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting me ask you that question. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, old friend. I love you, so I friend. I love you, too. <laughs> I really do. <laughs>